sheltering shade of the live oaks on the square. Men's stiff collars wilted by nine in the morning. Ladies bathed before noon after their three o'clock naps and by nightfall were like soft tea cakes with frostings of sweat and sweet talcum. People moved slowly then. They ambled across the square, shuffled in and out of the stores around it, took their time about everything. A day was 24 hours long, but seemed longer. There was no hurry, for there was nowhere to go, nothing to buy, and no money to buy it with, nothing to see outside the boundaries of Macomb County. But it was a time of vague optimism for some of the people. Macomb County had recently been told that it had nothing to fear but fear itself. We lived on the main residential street in town, Atticus, Jim, and I, plus Calpurnia, our cook. Jim and I found our father satisfactory. He played with us, read to us, and treated us with courteous detachment. Calpurnia was something else again. She was all angles and bones. She was nearsighted. She squinted. Her hand was wide as a bed slat and twice as hard. She was always ordering me out of the kitchen, asking me why I couldn't behave as well as Jim when she knew he was older, and calling me home when I wasn't ready to come. Our battles were epic and one-sided. Calpurnia always won, mainly because Atticus always took her side. She had been with us since, ever since Jim was born, and I'd felt her tyrannical presence as long as I could remember. Our mother died when I was two, so I never felt her absence. She was a Graham from Montgomery, Atticus met her when he was first elected to the state legislature. He was middle-aged then. She was 15 years his junior. Jim was the product of their first year of marriage. Four years later, I was born, and two years later, our mother died from a sudden heart attack. They said it ran in her family. I did not miss her, but I think Jim did. He remembered her clearly, and sometimes in the middle of a game, he would sigh at length, then go off and play by himself behind the car house. When he was like that, I knew better than to bother him. When I was almost six and Jim was nearly ten, our summertime boundaries, within calling distance of Calpurnia, were Mrs. Henry Lafayette DuBose's house, two doors to the north of us, and the Radley place, three doors to the south. We were never tempted to break them. The Radley place was inhabited by an unknown entity, the mere description of whom was enough to make us behave for days on end. Mrs. DuBose was plain hell. That was the summer Dill came to us. Thank you. I, I thought we might begin the discussion uh, among us by asking each of our panelists about their first encounter with this great book and the difference between that and uh, if they've read it very recently preparing for this evening or more recently um, how it was for me when I first read the book I thought it was gripping and fine what I didn't realize until I reread it in the past couple of weeks was how deeply deeply moving it is and how it is structured in such an artful way which we'll get into in this discussion but I was on a Delta Airlines plane coming back from a tour of selected shorts out west and uh, I came to the moment, that great moment of what you called one of the greatest two words ever in literature, hey boo, <laughs> and I wept there in the plane. But uh, let's begin by asking, um, Libba, would you go first since you're down at that end, when did you first encounter this book? Uh 
I first read this book when I was 12 years old, and my, my mother was an English teacher, and she said, there's a book you have to read. And she talked about this book in the glowing terms that foodies talk about great meals. And, uh, and she took me to the public library, and we checked it out. And um, I grew up in the South, so there was a lot about the book that I, I, I could identify with and that um, I certainly understood about the manners and the hypocrisies and the prejudices. Uh, but I really identified with Scout. I, I, I felt that character in my bones, and I think one of the things that I loved so much about her was that she was, she always kind of came at the world with two fists, it seemed to me, and she was able to be angry, which was something that when you grow up in the South and you're a girl, you're not allowed to do. So she got to have my anger for me, and I had that vicarious thrill. But uh, I first discovered that...